0: Good morning everybody we've made it to the end of week two so if you're still listening to these uh, podcast episodes you're still in the game well done all we got to do is keep out there each day and things will change so I'm just proud of all of you who have made it so far because you know it's the first one or two weeks it's always the rope to it's like ah can I do it but once you get into swing of things momentum builds and if you still haven't got into stuff please don't worry too much about it just start and the best time to start is now but um, we had a really good um, performance wellness session with Hugh yesterday about stress and about like, he was talking about, you know, if you wanted to kill someone with stress, what would you do? And it's like, well, you'd have you'd give them no outlets for stress. And most of us kind of don't give ourselves outlets for stress until it actually is too much and we just boil over. And If you think about it, if we can give ourselves outlets, we should do it frequently. So whether that's a walk-in, tough workout, playing some instrument or whatever it is, don't wait until the very end where you nearly explode. Um, other stuff is like no predictability and that comes from you know if you've got no predictability in your work and then no predictability in your food no predictability in when you're training and all this kind of uncertainty is that good do you know I mean maybe we need to get some more predictability in our lives um, there's other things that he'll cover and I think everybody should go through that session because stress is a massive thing to handle to, to to deal with and I think I've spoken about it, his voice not a lot but Um, we spoke at the end about the universe and I'll get into that at the end (laughs) (laughs) But some people don't like talking about the universe and it's going to end one day but I think it's important to learn actually but it got me thinking and I remember I created this list before of um, 30 lessons 30 life lessons I collected these a few years ago wrote them out and I send them out as an email once you join you know Live Like Louisa Turtle and I'm going to go through them again so some of you might have heard them some of you might not and some will resonate some won't but here's 30 lessons from nearly 30 years of being alive in this amazing, on this amazing planet going, you know, 1,000, or whatever it is, 1,000 or 10,000 miles per hour through space right now around a massive ball of fire, but we'll get to that. Okay, number one, start your day off with a walk. That's the first lesson, I say, and I think still holds true now. 20 minute walk, 10 minute jog, something short, something to get the blood moving, Um, you know just being static as a human in the morning is not great you want to get up and move and I now get up read and then walk or work out and I feel that's a bit better for me but just as long as you do something in the morning that's like moving Uh, number two have empathy always you know everyone's going through shit guys we've all got these inner demons we're fighting we need to have more compassion something I've worked on and we can't keep thinking from our point of view only because on this planet there's 7 billion people and there's 7 billion different worlds out there that's a crazy thing there's 7 billion different earths and worlds and things because people have got different of things so always try and think you know you're going to meet people who are going through shit you're going to meet people who are struggling meet people who are going through stuff that you're never going to know about uh, so the best we can do is not you know make days or things harder for those people and especially for ourselves as well because conflict with other people is not going to do much for us is it number three is to I think this one has set a huge goal um, and the, the 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 kind of This is more like aspiration. You know, people go small and then they miss and then they feel bad or they go small and reach a small goal and they feel good. But sometimes when we go big, bigger than when we feel a bit uncomfortable with the goal and we try, but we don't quite make it, we've made so much more ground. And I think for me, this comes from, you know, starting a fitness business at 16, starting a rugby business after that, you know, applying for jobs that, you know, maybe I didn't feel comfortable doing because I never run a team before and stuff like that setting up a company with louise and ryan and you know doing zooms and talking to people and all this stuff like talking to experts bringing them in you know these are big things That, like you know maybe if we play too safe we never try them because we think nah that can't be for me but you've got to set some big goals sometimes and give it a go number four fitness is the number one keyword for the mind um fitness exercise right Le- releases endorphins makes you feel good gets you stronger you always feel good after a workout and sweating, it's just something about exercise. And again, I've spoken about this, when people are really depressed, they can't get out the house. So this doesn't quite, this doesn't quite apply to everybody, but we can all try and, when we when we do feel stressed and we, we can exercise, we should do it and not try and delay. I know sometimes you go, oh, I know it's going to feel better, but I don't want to. But you genuinely, you know, you can walk out the door be grateful that you can walk out the door because some people are you know can't do it literally in their rooms can't leave so we should make the most of the our ability to be able to do things and again you could go even deeper than this. people who have got disabilities and stuff you know we in you know, a lot most of us on the turtle membership or whatever you know we can walk and run and, and work out and we should utilize those cuz you know you hear stories all the time especially in rugby in, in, the, in the rugby uh, industry like you you hear stories of rugby players who are playing peak of their age boom You know, going to a tackle, spine injury. Now, you know, in wheelchairs, can't move. I speak to this guy, Michael, who's a phenomenal person. I'll try and bring him in for a chat. He was, he played rugby. He was like six for five and he was in South Africa and he was driving the car with his wife and he crashed into a rhino, right? And he snapped his spinal cord and he was now uh, quadriplegic. And, you know, he said when his friends saw him, they couldn't handle it because he was the big, bright light of the the room. He'd walk in, six foot five, with plus huge presence Now in a wheelchair, and he said his friends couldn't they couldn't see him. He was telling me you know, I used to have phone calls with him all the time. He's like, my friends didn't want to see me because they couldn't handle it. I was like, that sucks. He's like, yeah, you know, well, you know, how do you think I feel? And I was like, I I, I, can't, I can't comprehend how you'd feel. And he's and you know now he's doing a charity, he's doing amazing things for other people, and he's got a completely new life from it. And he's an amazing person. But you know, anything can happen. So if we can do things today, we do it. I think that's a simple rule we should live by. Um, Number five, trust your gut. I mean, this is simple. I think most of us go against it a lot. Number six, eat for function 80% of the time, joy for 20. So the 80-20 rule, kind of simple there. I'd probably say 60-40 now in this world. Uh, Number seven, life is 10%. What happens to you 90%? How you react? Yep, 100%. It's all all about how we respond, guys. Um, Number eight, read more. Read autobiographies from people, inspire you. We live in an age where you can absorb the knowledge that someone has gathered over a lifetime in a few days. I think that is still mind-blowing. And even the ability to read, and I go again, 1871 was when in the United Kingdom, they opened schools for free for working class people so they could learn to read and write. Before that, the working class person could not read and write. They could only speak. the 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 elite class didn't need them to read and write. They only started needing them to read and write when they when the industrial revolution was flying and they needed more competent people to do machinery and stuff. So having these people read and write was a benefit to them, and that's why it was pushed through in Parliament. They were fighting against it before that for um, the common person to be able to buy a book. Even you weren't allowed to buy a book. You weren't allowed to have knowledge. But, you know, book, books were power. Reading was power. And that's, that's not long ago. And obviously, we speak about, well, how did people 2,000 years ago read? Well, they were the top classes, weren't they? A lot of people learned to read, like, slaves and stuff back in ancient Greece and Rome. But, uh, look, it's most of human existence. Most people haven't been able to, to read and write. But we do it, like, we all can do it right now. Easy. So we should make the most of that as well. Surely. Surely we should make the most of that. That's up to you to decide, Brian. Just saying. Nine, try and live in the moment, of course. Only the now really exists. Number 10, consistency beats everything. You must understand that 20 minutes a day for one year is better than on and off training for one hour every other week. Same for fitness. Like doing five workouts this week and one next week and none the week after. And then two the week after that versus three workouts a week. Is not, there's no comparison. Three a week. Consistency is better. Number 11, this too shall pass. Humans are amazing. We get over everything and anything. Think about your life now. All the terrible times you've been through you've got through it you're still here standing listening to this podcast so remember you can get through tough times and if you go through a bad period now know it know that it will pass it it, it's not forever even the happy moments then they don't last and that's a beautiful thing as well you go through amazing times it's never gonna last mate don't worry about it enjoy now don't think about it bad times the light is there somewhere can't say exactly when but it's there 12, lift heavy weights, lift heavy stuff. I think this is a good point. Like I think getting strength training, being able to get some anger out, lifting stuff, feeling powerful and strong. I've always thought that it's a good feeling. And I think some people think, you know, you're not as feeble as you think in a sense. A lot of people think they're weak and they look, like, you know, get some, get some power in you, get some life in you, get some anger but in, a, in a good sense. Like, you know, tune up that body. Your human body is unbelievable. Get it working, boom, you feel class. Number thirteen, meal prep is ninety percent of the battle when it comes to nutrition. Again, hundred percent true. If you can, if you can do meal prep. Number fourteen, turn notifications off on your phone. Hundred percent. The buzz of the other phones dictates our actions and our attention. So get rid of that. Um, Sixteen, say no more. Yeah, if you know me personally, yes, I say no a lot of things. Um, don't let people steal your time. But if again, he was saying if you feel stressed and you feel isolated, you say yes to more things and try and get out of the rut, so it does apply. But yeah, in general, your time should be protected. Um, number 17, focus more on the people that matter. And on the flip side, put more time and effort into the people that matter in your life. You know. We try and hold on to these old friendships just because they're old or like this and that because it's old and we've done it for a while. You know, it's the sunk cost fallacy. Like we've put so much time and effort or money into something. We can't just leave it there because we've, we've invested so much. But sometimes we've got to cut loose. We've got to, we've got to reduce. We've got to do addition via subtraction. 18, track, track, track. No, track where you eat. Track your finances. Read in, time spent on your phone. Tracking enables us to be self-aware, it gives us superpowers. Tracking enables us to measure, and the only way to understand something is to really measure something. And from measurement becomes accurate changes that can lead to positive outcomes. Okay, we control things by measuring. We can control tweaks, we can do thing, tweaks here and there. If we have no like eye on anything we do, then what what changes do we make? We're in, we're in, we're in darkness. Number 19, most fitness advice is fake news. It's true stick to the fundamentals of what works this saves you so much mental energy cognitive load right don't overload your brain with lots of fake fitness stuff it's just annoying it's going to annoy you don't do it number 20 don't look at your phone or emails for at least 2 hours after waking up or hour or something okay so don't let the word, the phone suck you in number 21 stop making excuses we are getting soft in a sense. We can get soft. You know, we we tend to. we you know, we all we all mourn easily, and this is just a true human condition. When we mourn, we're greedy, we complain, we we, we sometimes act like victims and things like that. And this is just uh, for us to be honest with this. I'm not saying you are a victim. I'm saying look at yourself and with a reality check. Like, is this an excuse? Are you being a victim? Is it really something that you need to to extend and complain about? Right or can we just get on with things and look at what we can do and be proactive about it? Hmm? That's the only way forward. eh? We deal with the facts, we deal with the facts we have. This is the fact, what do we do next? That's all we need to do. Not, uh, I wish this wasn't the fact and I wish things are different. I hate everything, I wish it wasn't a fact. I'm fighting against that, that's not a fact. and it's, It's an endless, impossible task because you're wishing something that wasn't a fact to not be there. And that's causing pain and conflict so we need to accept the fact but what can we do from then on I think that's where the power is yeah motivation can't be relied on number 22 you know people say how do we motivate how do we move you don't motivations fleeting it's a fleeting and uh, we can get little motivational parts through the day like in tiny habits but in general the full umbrella of motivation if we could all be motivated 24 hours a day we'd be superhumans but it just not happens Number 23, we all need help. We do. There is no way we are doing everything in life alone, is that? We need help with health, fitness, work, relationships, friendships. You know, if we work together, it makes it easier, makes it more enjoyable, and it's just, you know, reaching out. It's fine to ask for help. and Sometimes it's hard. It's harder for some people than others, but it's something we all should learn to do. Number 24, we must endure times alone. Right? So on the flip side of that, We must be able to spend time alone without our phones. If you can't spend 15 minutes alone, right, in your room in silence, how do you expect to get through the turbulence that life is? Learn to enjoy your own company. I've mastered it. Understand that you, you know, you don't have to always be doing something. And you'll have to put a lot of work in the shadows when no one's watching as well. You alone in your house, in your home, no one's watching you. No one's giving you encouragement. No one's motivating you. No one's saying "well done," and you've got to still do what you want to do to reach your goals or to be the person you want to be. That's 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 where people don't do anything, right? So you have to be able to do stuff in that in that darkness. And it's not a, you don't have to be. It's not lonely. You're just alone. Twenty-five compromise. Ooh, have I learned to do this? So you gotta to learn to do the compromise, guys. You can't be a stone. You can't turn to stone. You can't bulldoze your way through life. Um, you're not always gonna be right. You're gonna alienate people. You're gonna be people are gonna dislike you. And uh, yeah, just be open to compromise. Go into situations without a end conclusion. Um, you even though you might think this is X, this should be. Always go in with open. You know, to open to a conclusion that you haven't got before it. And that's when you can compromise and it can be middle ground. You can see what is versus what you just want things to be. Number twenty-six, talk last if you're in a group, especially. Most people don't have two-way conversations anymore. They just it's just a uh one person talks, what's it called? Monologue. That's what we do. We have two people and they do two monologues. They don't listen to each other. They're just waiting to get a point across them. and that's what it says. it's not just listen to it sometimes go to a social place and sometimes just be curious and listen to conversations they're not talking to each other they're just not it's away from just to talk about themselves and then they get they get off and on that and that's it then and that's draining so don't be that person try and change it listen and sometimes you know that's I've i I've come across this so many times like so many times I've been on, God, I've been on some dates before where they literally haven't asked me a single question because I'm always talking last I'm always asking questions and I'm listening and I'll I I'll go deeper I don't want just shallow answer I don't want to just shallow conversation someone says ask me a question they go this and I go okay what about me now I go okay or oh, what about that oh you're yeah, not nah. and you keep going sometimes you keep going you keep asking questions but you you know you're talking about them then before you know it the time's gone and you haven't asked single question back people love talking about themselves so it kind can, of can't go the bad way where you end up not even having a conversation you just you're just digging in, but I think in general, especially in work talk last number twenty seven ego is the enemy. We all like to feel good about ourselves, don't we um sometimes we're on a roll and what ego builds, you start making more money, maybe your ego builds well, ego is essentially the enemy, and we get what it's there for it's there to survive yourself for survival to protect us, but it is very it's a dangerous thing, right ego. A lot of people have it and they can't seem to put it down. Ego death. Ego, ego, ego. That's what we're scared of hurting you know, our ego. So ego always the only one scared of being hurt, just wanna be wants to prove itself, you know. And that is part of us, right? But it doesn't have to be us. You have to let the ego control you. And it's always a nasty little thing, ego. It never comes across nice and it's just like if we're all just being egotistical, it's not it's a horrible place to live, and so ego—it is, it is the enemy, right? In this modern world, we need to remove the ego. Only pick it up when needed in survival things. When that's when it comes into play, because it wants to really survive. Um, but yeah, you're not your ego, though. You don't have to be your ego. Then maybe. Okay, number twenty-eight. We are nothing. So don't take this the wrong way, but we are nothing. In the scale of the universe, you are—you're not even a speck, actually you literally nothing. Nobody cares if you do this. Nobody cares if you create a business or fail. Nobody really cares if you go up to that guy or girl and ask him out. Nobody cares if you try something new, it doesn't work. Nobody cares if you do this amazing thing. Think of all the people that have achieved all or so many amazing things through history, even a 100 years ago. Do we speak about him? Alexander Graham Bell created a telephone. Do you speak about him every day? You know, even the great Steve Jobs, I speak about him, but do people really speak about him and yeah, on, the, on the iPhones? Go back to other people, you know. Um, Florence Nightingale and stuff like that. Oh, maybe speak about them. These people, do we? we you know, we're nothing in, st- in time. Like, it all just disappears. So don't worry about, like, trying to be, achieve, 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 all these big things in life. Because there's nothing you can achieve big enough that you will remain forever. Because the universe will die. It all ends. So you're going to chase this thing. You think you're going to be amazing. And people have this, like, imaginary audience syndrome. And they think people are always looking at them. Once you get rid of that, I think you the, the materialistic world falls falls away, that has for me, like what, what, what am I going to win that brand for, so people think I'm cool, <sighs> why, why am I going to gain this, go, I'm trying to climb this social ladder, like why, Why? what was what, it, it maybe nice clothes makes you feel cool, yeah, but some people go out of their way to spend all their money on a specific thing, just to show her off to gain more st- status or, you know, signal, it's nuts, it's nothing. I think they're going to look back in the future where there's like, you know, maybe all this materialistic world kind of drops down a bit when we actually have to be looking after ourselves better as a planet and we don't have this kind of extreme capitalist society of just consuming more. In the end, there might be no brands left. And then we look back at this branding seg period of time. (laughs) Look at those fools buying into those brands. It's got a little logo on the front. Uh, I don't know. Number 29, Memento Mori. This is a grim one. Remember, you will die. that's that's just what he was saying last night, remember you will die, visualize your day, get up and do things, one day, the only thing we have is now, This the only thing that you feel alive in is the present, we waste it, we squander it, so everything does end, and it's not a bad thing, it really isn't a bad thing, that's just your ego worrying it's going to end, like, you know, the universal, everything does end. Right, but we live in we're living in time right now. Right, the universe. Let me just put it into perspective, and I'm going to finish on this one. There is one more. more but It's a similar concept. If we look at the universe right now, the universe only has life, as in stars and galaxies and bright stars and sun. You know, the suns and all that, which are stars. Um It only has that existence, that amount of life in its total existence. So the universe only has life for no point not 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 the total lifespan of the universe, that's when life exists. So right now. That's crazy. And I'm gonna leave you with this Brian Cox quote because I love it. And he says this: just as we and all life on Earth stand on this tiny speck adrift in infinite space, so life in the universe will only exist for a fleeting bright instant in time. But what doesn't make but that doesn't make us insignificant because we are the cosmos made conscious life is the means by which the universe understands itself and you my friends in this podcast are alive in this no point not not whatever part of the exist universe's existence and we're actually the universe of being aware it even exists for this bright br- bright spark of light happy days all my days how are we even here we human beings that have Unbroken chain, it's unbelievable, and you get to live today and improve yourself, get stronger, fitter, healthy, happier, talk to other humans, enjoy your life. The sun's gonna be in your face, la la la. Unbelievable! So go and enjoy it, go and enjoy your day, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Actually, next week.